welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Today's show is a tribute to Penny Marshall, who passed this past week, December 17, 2018, at the age of 75. But first, I have a little sm- small vignette of sorts, uh, another tale of anger management starring my car. Got my car fixed, it was overheating, and it's been working fine for a week or two, but I don't drive it very far, and I have to drive it for the holidays, so I figured, let me take it out for a Sunday drive. So I wake up on a gloomy Sunday morning, make a little tea, put it in a to-go mug, take the car out, I figure, let's go for like a 40, 50 mile spin, you know, just roll around the countryside in this lazy Sunday morning, see what's going on. And I took it out for that for that ride. And just as I was getting back towards town, overheated. That was disappointing, obviously. And I ended up about four miles from town. And I parked it on the uh, in a safe spot off to the side of the road. And said, thought, I just got to walk back and digest this and figure out what the game plan is. I'm not going to tow it till Monday morning. We'll we'll see uh, what the mechanic says. But obviously, it's a huge letdown and causes a lot of frustration or anger. Or you're just kind of pissed uh, when your car lets you down. And I felt that way. And I was pretty frustrated. But it turned out that it was kind of a blessing in disguise that I walked back four miles. Eh, maybe it was only three. Eh, we'll call it four. I I was really fired up and just your brain starts compounding all these problems like, oh, if I don't have the car, I can't carry this home for the holidays and I can't do this and that. And my car, my job depends on having a car right now and driving to where I teach. So you just get really wound up in a lot of what ifs, a lot of worries. I mean, that's what anxiety, stress, acute anger, this nasty tumbling effect occurs so i think just having a few going for a walk for like an hour or two when you get that acute anger if you can is a great solution physical activity is a great way to process these acute emotional experiences and it certainly helped me and the other thing is really important for me is to isolate myself because i'm just not good company when i'm in that space and it took me a lot of hours to come down and calm down and just get back in perspective and be to a calm place so i don't think there's anything wrong with getting angry it's part of the human experience but it's 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 a it's important for us to figure out a strategy of how to manage that and hey it's like everything else it's a lifelong learning but i feel that if i keep this this little story in mind of when my car breaks down and i was i was walking home for four four miles and and just just give myself that time to just just walk and just think and just allow for um acceptance if the car breaks down well that's what happens you have an old used car that's what happens they suddenly break down um but what's interesting is i've often lived without a car because i don't have any chill i don't have a family of my own so it's quite easy to exist without a car i often live in urban pretty urban environments and I enjoy that. So maybe this is just a, a shifting gears back to uh, living without a car. Um, we'll see. We'll see what is to come.
All right, now let's get to the main event of the week. A tribute to Penny Marshall. So I'm not sure how many of you... I bet you some people really know Penny Marshall and some people not as much. But you probably know some of her work and you definitely appreciate people who have been influenced by her. She became well-known for her role as Laverne in, in the show Laverne and Shirley which was a real hit, like a number one hit in the late 70s and early 80s. And I was looking at the numbers. The market share of a hit show in the late 70s was tremendous. They, I think the show averaged for the season 30% viewership. And they peaked at 60% viewership, which is on par with like the Super Bowl in percentage. So if you remember, you know, in the in the 80s and I know before that, you know, we had our in New York in New York City area, we had two four channels, 2, 4, 5, 7, 9, 11, 13, 21. You know, that wasn't that long ago. You had four or five choices if you were watching television. So Laverne and Shirley was something that a lot of the country was watching in the late 70s. So what's fascinating now, if you look back at a show like that, upon these moments of reflection at the passing of one of uh, its iconic stars, it's very fascinating to watch the intro to the show and hear the song. Um, so I have a I have a link in the in the show notes for the uh, YouTube where you can see the opening the opening song. But I'm going to play it for you now because the song is amazing. The song was performed by Cindy Greco and it's uh it's just well just listen and we'll discuss after Isn't that amazing? I mean, what an optimistic song. I mean, I wonder if is this is this a reflection of the zeitgeist of the television culture or the zeitgeist of the American culture at the time? Was uh, was I don't know. I, they say uh, it wasn't a time of great optimism, but maybe that's why they created a show that just is like the American dream is alive. The premise of this show is 
two young ladies, I don't know, mid-20s, late-20s, early-30s, who live together in Milwaukee and work at a beer brewing company, Shots Brewery, together. And it's it was a really... It was the show was known for its physical humor and also just great voices. So here's a great clip that will really give you a, a sample of some of the vibe of the show as well as the great some of the great voices. It's from an episode called Take My Plants, Please. Uh that was season 3 episode 11 and in this episode Laverne and Shirley got laid off from the beer plant, the brewery, Shots Brewery. So they bought a bunch of plants. Well, Shirley bought a bunch of plants to sell out of their house. Buy a bunch of plants from the florist for in bulk and then sell them out of their apartment, their little basement apartment in Milwaukee. Uh, here's, a, here's a clip. It starts with Penny Marshall, and then, she, then we hear the voice of her co-star, Shirley, a.k.a. Cindy Williams. What a week. What a patootie of a week. There we were making fools out of ourselves, begging, begging from door to door. Want to buy a plant? Want to buy a plant? <laughs> then there I was, spending four hours with a Yugoslavian lady stuffing cabbage. I still got meat under my mouth. And then those angry little poodles nipping at my ankles. Nip, nip, nip. And then to top it off, a crazy man chews up our mailbox. For what? For what? Zilch. All in all, I think it was a pretty good week. (laughs) Where have you been? I mean, doesn't anything get through to you every time there's a disaster? You're up there hanging on to that rainbow. What happened to my balloon never landing? I got tired of saying that. I said it a thousand times and it never sunk in. Now, just this once, please, just this once, will you just face the facts? Ah, what an accent. Can you guess that accent? She's from the Bronx, up near Grand Concourse, the Bronx, um, and she's got a great voice, unbelievable. So, and that gives you a sense. Also, the more you look at Laverne and Shirley, you, you realize it's just a really cleverly designed setting format show. The Beer Factory is amazing. If you look at the, if you look at the YouTube clip. It kind of, I think it pays tribute to perhaps the most iconic moment in television history, which can you think of what that is? That is the uh, I Love Lucy working the assembly line with the chocolates and stuffing her face, which is such a powerful comedic assembly line. You know, there's something about it that's very relatable. Maybe it's technology outpacing our human abilities, or that's just probably my subtext but their take on the assembly line is a little bit different than the overwhelmed lucy in the introduction in the introduction to the show laverne takes shirley's glove off and just puts it on top of a beer bottle as it's going down the assembly line and there's you have this hand this glove going down the assembly line and she just looks at it and gives it this little wave and I think it's really a, a quite a ingenious um, comedic moment. I, I I've always remembered it. 
Like I remember this show as a little kid, and I remember it was something that my parents liked. But the song, I don't remember seeing the show very much, but I remember the song, like the opening theme song and the opening theme scene. There's also a scene where the two of them are riding on their bike, on like two people on one bike together, and she's and it just like there's a, a joyful, fun spirit to this show, and um, it it's worth it's worth checking out. It's worth uh, worth looking into. And also, shows from the late 70s now are, uh, you know, they're getting to be uh, 40 years old. So, I, I just like looking at old art and old cultural items and, and, and just seeing how it relates to what we, what we have going for us today. The show just seems so optimistic. But maybe I just don't watch optimistic shows that much. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have, maybe we'll have to have a, a viewing and a discussion of a few uh, Laverne and Shirley episodes. So the other thing that's really amazing about Penny Marshall, besides her contribution to Laverne and Shirley, was that she went on to become a director. And a director responsible for a few iconic films. She directed Big... 1988, and A League of Their Own in 1992. And these were huge movies. She became the first woman director to direct a $100 million movie with Big in 1988. Both starred Tom Hanks. And, man, I remember Big was awesome, but I don't remember it very well. It's probably worth a, a review. But it seemed it, it was a pretty powerful film that a lot of people got a lot of joy out of. So cheers, Penny Marshall, rest in peace, and uh, thanks for the efforts. Oh, I have one other thing I want to share. Uh, I found a few quotes from a few of Penny Marshall's good friends, her uh, ex-husband, Rob Reiner, and her uh, fellow co-star, Ron Howard. So Rob Reiner said on Twitter, I loved Penny. I grew up with her. She was born with a great gift. She was born with a funny bone and the instinct of how to use it. I was very lucky to have lived with her and her funny bone. I will miss her. And Ron Howard, um, one-time co-star, said, She was funny and so smart. She made the transition from sitcom sitcom star to A-list movie director with ease and had a major impact on both mediums. All that and always relaxed, funny, and totally unpretentious. I was lucky to have worked, to have known and worked with her. Wow, that is awesome. I think I think it really speaks volumes when someone can excel on both sides or in almost two different fields, related fields, but to be such an amazing actor and to then be a director shows an amazing uh, emotional intelligence to be able to connect emotionally with your own emotions, but also to have a lot of relationships as a manager, as a director of a production is really speaks volumes to her, her intelligence. And, um, that's awesome. Well, that's our show for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's keep living and learning one week at a time. Bye-bye.